Welcome to Season 4, Episode 38 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to another week with the Feel Good Family. Hello again, and what an exciting week it is. We're shaking things up a bit here in the podcast. Oh yeah, a little bit of a new format this week, as promised in our last episode. We're going to be including this week some industry news, a segment that we've been asked to do for some time now, where we discuss something that's either topical, trending, a new product to review, destinational tips and travel guides, things that can really add that extra value to your dream or to your travel plans. Fantastic. We're also going to be looking to introduce a guest speaker every month. Uh, We recently had Adrian Toff, the newly appointed CEO of Zone RV on, and wow, wasn't that an awesome experience for us and of course, for all of you out there to to hear from somebody else, an industry expert. Yeah, it sure was. And it was certainly a popular podcast. And there is a long list of wonderful guest speakers that we have lined up to bring to you over the coming months. Fantastic. So for us, it's really an opportunity to freshen things up and shake it all about, as you say, Katie. Uh, We are 112 episodes in. In not only here on our podcast, but also over there on YouTube, where you also get to see our beautiful faces. <laughs> not just listen to your dulcet sounds, Dal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I meant see your beautiful face. <laughs> and of course, the real star of the show, little Jasper, who is uh, proudly wearing his I'm five badge still, and he's pretty excited. That's the birthday that just has not stopped, isn't it? <laughs> I think it'll be an annual long celebration. Yeah. Okay, I tell you what he is excited about. He keeps reminding us the countdown to Christmas. He's even put the numbers of weeks on the fridge and he's slowly peeling those away. And I think are we down to eight weeks till Christmas? We are, which is remarkable and a little bit scary, and I'm sure all the parents out there are, are nodding in agreement. Isn't it fascinating when you look back on the year and you wonder where exactly has it gone, particularly the last couple of years when certain parts of the year can feel like they're dragging along and then all of a sudden, boom, we're faced with Christmas time. There's decorations everywhere, in the stores, in the post office, It is all around us. Oh, my gosh. And the request on our travel days recently from music is Michael Buble Christmas Deluxe Edition. (laughs) And look, very fortunately for Jasper and maybe not so fortunate for Katie is that I'm on the same page as him. I could play Christmas carols all year long. In fact, occasionally if we're having a down day, Jasper or I, we put on a Christmas carol. Yeah, look, I think if you are a Christmas lover, there's nothing better than putting a carol on to lift your spirits and make you feel good. It certainly does that. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. We will also, as expected, always be covering our destination and experiences that we have enjoyed through the previous week. So this week, we're calling it Discover Broom. And wow, 
it certainly was about discovering a location that we underestimated, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I have to share. I have wanted to visit Broome since I was a really little girl back in my primary school days when we had a new boy join our class all the way from Broome. And I remember him talking to us about the place that he came from and the pearls and all of the amazing natural wonders. And so Broome for me has been this destination that all through my growing up years, I've wanted to arrive to. And so now here we are and I'm pinching myself that we are actually in this location, not knowing anything about it other than these stories that I heard a long time ago when (laughs) I was a little girl. And it certainly didn't disappoint. And now we can totally understand why so many of the other travellers that we met during our two weeks in Broome said to us, yeah, look, we came for a holiday or we came for a couple of weeks and here we are 12 months later or Mm. we've just extended another six months or we're going to stay for Christmas. It truly is a destination that seems to draw you in and you don't ever want to leave. Look, I think in part, not only it's natural abundance of natural assets and natural beauty, the environment is so rich. But travelling across, whether you've come up through the centre or across the top end, it's dry, it's dusty, it's hot, it's still epic and beautiful in, in many ways. But to get over to the, the ocean breezes of this tropical seaside destination, I think is what makes people reconnect and remind themselves, oh yeah, we are coastal people in Australia, mostly. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, the temperature dropped 10 degrees Mm. immediately upon arriving into Broome and we certainly did kick back and enjoy those cooler days and that fantastic cool breeze. Mm. We chose to stay at the Broome Caravan Park. It's literally the first caravan park on the left as you're approaching town. So about five kilometres out from the central business area of Broome, about seven, eight minutes from all of the attractions, the many different beaches and swimming holes that you can explore. So it's a really great location. We chose this caravan park really for a few standout reasons when we looked at a number of different reviews and comments from people. Absolutely, Paul. The main difference was the size of the sites here at the Broome Caravan Park. We'd heard from other travellers that there was no squishing in like sardines. There was plenty of space to feel like you weren't on top of your neighbours. And it is a very family-friendly caravan park as well, with still a large amount of families in the area. So it was wonderful for Jasper to be able to connect with so many different children over our few weeks there at the Broome Caravan Park and have a wonderful time playing without us feeling like we were upsetting our neighbours because the kids were being too loud or running around too much. Yeah, exactly. And of course, their standout attraction would have to be that resort-style swimming pool. Yeah, just incredible. In fact, I don't think we've seen a swimming pool quite like it anywhere else in our travels. They even had a lap lane so that you could get out and do your daily exercise. And it was very resort-esque with beautiful big palm trees and, and just the layout of the pool area itself. So certainly somewhere that you could easily while away the days that you chose to spend just having some downtime at the van park. Oh yeah, definitely. And particularly after you've been out exploring 
the the region and you're hitting, you know, anything from 32 to 35 degrees Celsius days at this time of the year. The other standout features for this park are multiple dump points, multiple facility and amenity buildings. There are very large sites for oversized rigs. There was a half a dozen buses that were all towing an additional vehicle. So plenty of room for those guys. There's RV storage. So whether you need to leave a vehicle of any description, you can leave it safe and sound here and know that you don't have to worry about the security of your belongings and you can then get out in your four-wheel drive and maybe get to some of those really remote places and destinations that you otherwise couldn't get to. So let's uh, get into Broome. This is an incredible destination. As we said, just so much more on offer than we had anticipated or expected. We'd seen the pictures of that stunning cable beach and the coastline, and it was one of the very first things we did. However, the best advice we could give to anyone traveling to this region is head straight to the Visitor Information Center. We talk about the VIC, as we refer to it all the time, as the number one place to stop, whether you're in a rural town or a location as remote as Broome. You're going to get the information about the destination, the experiences, the tours. You're going to find out the goss. You know, it's generally led by some really passionate local volunteers. And so a great starting point to find out what to do, where to go, how to do it. This is the place to go. And the largest visitor information center that we have seen on the road today. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one of the things that makes Broome so special and this particular region is that it boasts the largest tropical tides in all of the world. Mm. And so you can pick yourself up a very special tide chart that they produce at the Visitor Information Centre, which marks the dates of where many of Broome's hidden jewels will be revealed depending on the tide times. And some of these things are spectacular. You don't want to miss them. And also, of course, the famed staircase to the moon. Mm. So that is definitely a good tip to pick up one of these specially marked up tide charts and make sure you don't miss out on any of these treasures. Okay, we experience so much. We're going to squeeze them a little bit and give you really the highlights that we did as a family. Now, these aren't necessarily just family activities either. We would recommend that with or without kids, solo, with a partner or a family, these experiences were fantastic. And a lot of them are free. Yes, we love that. Freebies. (laughs) Okay, of course, they're the natural assets that are, are generally free and more often than not are the best part of your stay. So Mm -hmm. here we go. Our first experience was for Jasper and I to give Katie a a work day back at the van without us under her feet. And we checked out the Broom Tramway. This is a, a really cool old style tram that has now been converted to a road vehicle that scoots you around Broome, gives you a really good lay of the land, is beautifully underscored with commentary that pinpoints and highlights all of the historical markers and stories and some really great little bite-sized pieces of information for you to take away. A 20-minute journey, it was $7 for kids and it was $20 for adults. I felt the adult price was a little bit steep. However, you know, having a train enthusiast like Jasper nudging me, please, Dad, can we go? Can we go? I 
couldn't resist. So we did enjoy it and we chugged around the whole of Broom in 20 minutes. And then it really gave us a good lay of the land, but it also gave us some ideas of other things to explore. Yes, the tramway sets off and departs from the Visitor Information Centre, which is located very close to Chinatown. And this is definitely an area worth exploring. It has a very rich history. This is the exact site where the Chinese set up their camps in the very late 1800s. And you can still see remnants of those old tin sheds and buildings that were erected here at the commencement of Broome's very rich and fascinating pearling history. Now, Chinatown has undergone an incredible redevelopment and transformation, and it now is Broome's boutique shopping hub. And you can come and walk through the streets that make up Chinatown do some shopping. There are cafes and restaurants on offer. And of course, more pearl and jewellery boutique stores for you to go in and spoil yourself with some of these incredible natural wonders that are found here in Broome. A couple of experiences we loved whilst we were exploring Chinatown was stopping into the Signet Bay Pearl Farm Boutique, which is not only a beautiful display of the incredible pearls and jewellery that they create here in Broome, but also a very interactive and educational, almost museum-style area where you can witness a live pearl harvest. You can read all of the history of Broome's pearling industry and the Brown family who own and operate Signet Bay Pearl Farm. And of course, the boys got to try on one of the old school style divers helmets, which was also a little bit of fun. And a little bit claustrophobic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how they did it. I mean, it is reported that over 900 people have lost their lives through the history of pearling, starting back in the 1800s until they were able to really improve the conditions and the circumstances that they they found themselves trying to get these incredibly rich little pearls. Uh, And interestingly, one of our experiences was to actually visit the Japanese cemetery that's located fairly well in the centre of town and to see this vast cemetery and to read the story at the entry to this cemetery was... uh, A really good reminder that through life, people that can be regarded as pioneers that have gone before the current standards and what they do now have really led to this improvement and uh, a, a sad reminder, but an interesting one, that's for sure. We also learned about a bit of the dark history of pearling, which was known as blackbirding. Yes, and I found this really interesting and almost quite sad that it's not more widely known But we did stop by a beautiful memorial sculpture that has been placed on the foreshore, not too far down from the famous Matzo's Brewery, where we enjoyed a a delicious lunch and one of their incredibly good ginger beers. Mm. And the blackbirding was the slavery of Aboriginal men and women in particular, namely young pregnant Aboriginal women who were believed to have a greater lung capacity and therefore very valuable in the diving industry as the thought was that they would be able to hold their breath longer, be forced to dive down for this incredible 
mother of pearl shell that really was the backbone of the pearling industry in the early 1900s. And so many sad stories of these women who also suffered and lost their lives through this industry. And going to visit this sculpture that is so beautiful and represents not only these Aboriginal women, but all of the women who are involved in some way in this pearling industry was just a really wonderful moment to to take that in and again learn more about this fascinating history here in Broome. Yes, and and set against a backdrop of palm trees and then that absolutely stunning turquoise blue Indian Ocean. Well worth a visit. Yes, for sure. Now the other experience that we absolutely loved in Chinatown was taking ourselves off to Sun Pictures, the oldest picture gardens outdoor theatre in the world. This is quite a unique experience and a must. We found this to be our favourite experience. Again, doesn't matter whether you're travelling as a family or not, make sure that this is high on your list of things to experience in Broome. The Sun Picture Theatre, it really is nostalgic. It's an historic heritage-listed building uh, with the old deck chairs that you can sit out on. There is an open-air cinema section and an undercovered area. In front of the main large screen, there is a grassy area and the kids all just ran around and did what they wanted. Uh, There's about 30 minutes of preview videos, mostly destination experience videos that are promoting the wider region. And so that's quite cool to sit there as well and and see these beautiful landscapes in cinema size portraits so i enjoyed that as well mm-hmm. being so close to the airport the planes are buzzing over you for the first 20 or 30 minutes so that kind of adds to the uniqueness of the atmosphere and then we enjoyed uh, a new australian film named buckley's chance and it was great. It was really enjoyable. And, you know, Australian films can be quite hit or miss. This was, I think, going to be a hit. We all enjoyed this. Yeah, it was a fantastic experience. And you can, of course, buy your movie treats and your popcorn and your choc tops. And we also enjoyed a glass of wine. So mm. it, it was a really lovely experience. And back in the day, we read that with those huge tides that Broome experiences, the patrons would have to lift their feet as the tide came (laughs) in prior to them building the water management system to keep that tide back. But that in itself would be an experience. Oh, yeah, sure would. Okay, let's move on to the real natural assets of Broome. The three that are probably the most popular and main attractions for people to visit this area are Ganthium Point, Cable Beach, and then a little less known location, Coconut Wells. So let's start with Ganthium Point. What a spectacular part of Broome this is, and it's found right on the southern end of Cable Beach, famous for that red Hinden earth, the cliff edges that run down into that, of course, gorgeous turquoise Indian Ocean. 
Ganthium Point also experiences these incredible rises and falls in the tide. And so if you time your visit right, you can snag yourself a rock pool, which is exactly what happened for us. High up on the cliff edge, Jasper blobbed around in this rock pool for about an hour, just loving that warm temperature as we took in the natural beauty of this location, which is also incredibly famous for its dinosaur footprints. In fact, this entire coastline that runs from Broome all the way up to Cape Levique is actually known as the Dinosaur Coast or Australia's Jurassic Park because there are an incredible number of dinosaur footprints along this coastline that are believed to be 130-odd million years old. Mm -hmm. What's amazing about this is depending on the weather, the tides, you know, if there's been a cyclone, a major storm through, more are revealed or covered up. And so you really are on an adventure to discover and uncover these ancient footprints. Very fortunately for us, there were another family down there that said, here it is, we found one. And so our discovery of a single dinosaur footprint was still very exciting and Jasper just loved that. I mean, what five-year-old doesn't love dinosaurs? To actually see it in 2021, you know, 130 million years later is, is remarkable. What human doesn't love discovering a dinosaur True. footprint? It brought back all of those exciting feelings from when we were out in Winton mm. discovering dinosaur footprints at the stampede out there. And it it's one of those moments where you really do stop and think, hang on a second, these aren't creatures that I just love to watch in cartoons or, you know, as a kid, dinosaurs were cool. I am literally standing in front of something that walked on this very spot before me what I loved about this footprint was that it was so clear. There was no mistaking that this was a dinosaur footprint in front of us. It really is a great experience. And there are some little hints that you can find through Google Earth and online. If you, you're having trouble finding them, people have put location markers in. And uh, hopefully, if you get there, you can discover your own dinosaur footprint as well. The other place that is is a little less known, is Coconut Wells. This is quite a unique rock formation that happens down on the foreshore. It's about 15 minutes drive from the caravan park that we were staying at and a beautiful location to get down right onto the beach and again uncover multiple rock pools that at the turn of the tide you can go and just sit in. It truly was a beautiful experience and one for you to check out on our YouTube channel to really get an understanding of this location and, and its beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Not one to miss. And in fact, we went a few times trying to get the tide times right. It is located on the northern end of Cable Beach, which stretches for a beautiful 22 kilometres. Mm. And it's like a moonscape. At high tide, you can't even see the pinnacles there. And at low tide, it is like you were standing on another planet. Okay, the number one experience is Cable Beach. And for good reason, you don't even need a four-wheel drive to drive down onto this beach. Uh, well, certainly what we saw, everything from motorhomes, we saw somebody that had towed a caravan down there, 
two-wheel drives, plenty of hire vehicles. Not sure if that's uh, covered in your insurance, <laughs> but plenty of people down there on this expansive beach. And again, because of those huge tidal variances, there's also a good kilometre of beach to access, whether that's low or high tide, plenty of room. We drove down about five kilometres, set ourselves up for a good three hours, watched one of the most remarkable coloured sunsets that we have seen, as only WA can provide, and endless lines of people enjoying camel rides. Yes, what Cable Beach is so famous for. And of course, we got all of those wonderful images and footage to capture the moment. Jasper ran around with his kite. It was just such a beautiful introduction to this region and I think a memory that will stay with us forever. Definitely and we time-lapsed the entire three and a bit hours as the sun dipped and finally disappeared completely and that can be seen on the YouTube channel as well, the Feel Good family. One thing I have to say is I much prefer watching camels than riding camels. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not a camel kind of guy, I've decided. Well, look, we did have our camel ride at Silverton, mm-hmm. which again took in an incredible sunset. Of course, not over the water like Cable Beach, but it is phenomenal to see how many people are taking up these famous Cable Beach camel rides. I do have to agree with you. I felt much more comfortable sitting in my camp chair with my glass of wine in hand <laughs> watching others on the camel. Yes, and uh, look, it's uh, it's still a, a fairly high price ticket. It's, I think, around $120 for an adult. So licensed to print money there on Cable Beach if you're riding camels. Unbelievable. But look, plenty of people wanting to experience that. And I think it would be quite a unique experience in itself. Yeah, look, Jasper was full of questions and thought it was quite humorous that uh, there is a a staff member who follows behind the camels to make sure that uh, nothing gets left behind as they traverse the beach. pooper scooper guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Too funny. Okay. So quite a lot for us to talk about there and... Again, those pictures that we have have captured, I think, beautifully portray Broome in all of its natural wonderment. So a new inclusion that we're going to add to our podcast format is the takeaway. This can be something that's positive, negative, going to add value, give us a different perspective or an outlook on a situation or a scenario that we witnessed or were a part of and share that with you. As we do a travel day each week or sometimes two, and quite often there's a lot of hours and a lot of kilometres, a lot of road ahead of us, Kate and I always discuss the takeaways, you know, the things that we can really learn from or the things that we loved. So what's your takeaway for this week for Broome? You know, Paul, the locals have a saying that when you're in Broome, you're on Broome time. And I think this is the big takeaway for us from our experience here in Broome is immersing ourselves in these incredible natural environments. And because we were on the ground in Broome for two weeks, we were able to spend a little bit longer actually in these moments finding these rock pools, sitting and watching Jasper for an hour as he swam around, taking in these incredible environments and slowing ourselves down a little bit. And there's something that happens when you are in nature and you are immersing yourself 
in these incredible environments. And so this is definitely the takeaway for this week is taking that time to stop and be still and allow yourself those moments. And I really loved the natural experiences that we had in Broome because we were doing them together as a family. And whilst we weren't running around, you know, experiencing some amazing attraction or or seeing a new film at the cinema, we were simple. We were still, we were in the natural environment. And it does give you a new perspective on things. And it does, you know, make the worries of the world seem a little bit less. And it does bring your focus into what really matters in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really important takeaway for us as we continue our travels as well, is to make sure we allow those moments to to stop and be still together. Yeah, it reminds me very much of the journey destination thought, and that is it's about the journey, not the destination. You know, we're all rushing to a destination, and when you think about it, your final destination is the cemetery. So, uh, you know, it's probably a good reminder really to breathe be re-energised, be inspired in those moments and take that away with you. Love it. Mm, be on broom time, baby. Yes. <laughs> and with a couple of those matzo ginger beers, uh, <laughs> certainly help you to slow down. Love it. All right, let's move to newsroom. You know, this is industry news, reviews, travel guides, trending, things that are happening not only here in Australia, but around the world. And we're going to try and bring you a couple of those each episode. Very sadly, the main headline here in Australia and and certainly now becoming a global news headline is the abduction, believed abduction of Cleo Smith. And being over here on the West Coast and we're, I think, still about 600 kilometres from Carnarvon and the location at the blowholes where... Uh, Cleo did disappear only, you know, short, I think, 10 days ago, two weeks ago now. We're very much confronted with the imagery everywhere. Every time you pull up to a petrol station throughout the communities here, everyone is banding together to try and bring some kind of resolve or solution or figure this out. It is uh, a shocking news item and one that has impacted I think everyone and uh, whether you're a parent or not. And so we really wanted to talk about that uh, just briefly and, and say, if you're out there and you can do your part to, to spread this message and, and help try and find some clues around this, it's just so devastating. Yeah. It's unimaginable as a parent to be faced with a situation like this. And it certainly has rocked the caravan and camping world here in Australia, but everybody, as you say, Paul, uh, it is one of the worst possible scenarios I think you could ever be faced with. I think because generally when we are going to a, a campsite, whether that's a, a caravan park or, or a, um, a national park or an off-grid free camp, look, of the time, they feel like safe places and places that as a parent, you can sometimes let your guard down and think, oh, well, the kids are with other kids or, you know, we're in a, we're in a safe zone. So I think that's part of the shock of this. Yeah, I think you're right. And we had this safety discussion last week as we were traveling between Kununurra and Broome 
for different reasons and we were discussing safety around, you know, our, ourselves but also our, our belongings as well and that sparked a very interesting conversation and comments that were coming in, particularly on our YouTube channel from other travellers with suggestions on ways to, to keep yourself and your family protected. But a scenario in a situation like this where a child is missing and has disappeared and it is believed to be an abduction mm. is just a complete other realm that I don't know, one, how you would prepare yourself for something like this. And it is certainly not something that has ever entered our mindset when we've been discussing how to keep our family safe on the road. As a parent, if we can help spread the word, you know, get this news out there, Mm -hmm. what we are hoping to do through our our podcast and and through our, our audience who are listening, it is amazing to see how Australia has banded together to really help bring Cleo home. And our our thoughts and our prayers are with Cleo and her family. And so we ask that if you can include Cleo in your thoughts and prayers as well, then that will certainly all give us something that we feel we can do to help this terrible situation. Yeah, let's just, I think, hold on to that glimmer of hope that this will have a positive outcome. Okay, let's talk about next week. We are going to be having an experience that is the total package. I mean, this location, destination, experiences, the culture, the history, the learning, the education and the entertainment values that we experienced at Signet Bay Pearl Farm, located about 200 kilometres north of Broome, was outstanding. Our number one total package experience that we have had to date. Absolutely. We completely immersed ourselves in this incredible Australian family story, and we can't wait to share that with you next week. Okay, we are going to wrap it up for this week. For now, hold on to your kids and hug your family. Look after yourself, look after each other. And happy trails. Happy trails.